There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brandt Bernard. We will be right back, kick things off with the family. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Nissan Titan. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck. 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The uh, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant. We're rocking out, baby. No doubt about it. A security guard for Chicago stores recovering from dozens of stab wounds after oh. prosecutors say two sisters. Jeez. What? Dozens of stab wounds? Mm-hmm. Weren't you listening? You were, no, no. Just talking was, she was horrible. Not, she was not listening. I, she looked at her phone. I heard you. I heard you. You didn't hear a word I said. Did not listen at all. Love you. I knew it. <laughs> You're pretty. I knew you were lying. <laughs> What a liar. Yes, I'm listening to every word you're saying. A security guy from Chicago stores recovering from dozens of stab wounds after prosecutors say two sisters confronted him over being told they had to wear face masks. 
uh, per the Chicago Tribune, Cook County prosecutors say in court the Tuesday that 18-year-old Jayla Hill and her sister Jessica Hill, 21, were at Snipes Shoe Store on Sunday. What's Snipes? No idea. No one ever heard of it? <clears throat> on Sunday around 6 p.m. just before closing, when they were asked to leave by the security guard for refusing to use hand sanitizer or wear face coverings to keep COVID-19 at bay, Jayla Hill began recording their interaction with her cell phone, noting to the 32-year-old guard that she was calling someone to come kick his ass. And he reached for her phone, which is when things apparently got physical, per the Chicago Sun-Times. Prosecutors say Jessica Hill first grabbed a nearby trash can and started hitting the 270-pound, 6-foot-5 guard in the face with it. He's a large man. Then prosecutors say both sisters started punching before Jayla Hill held onto his hair to immobilize him, while Jessica Hill stabbed him 25 to 27 times. With what? Uh, With a small knife concealed in a comb. Oh, my God. So you're carrying a concealed weapon that's also that a concealed, almost, concealed that weapon. That sounds like they were looking for a confrontation. Well, yeah. Gee, you think? Yeah. God, sounds... Looking at these two, they're a pain in the ass just looking at them. They, they got this look in her eye like, not mm. stable. No. Exactly. They sound nice. Uh, so in any case, uh, Jessica Hill stabbed him 27 times in his arms, neck, and back with a small knife concealed in a comb. Prosecutors note the guard finally broke free and was able to keep the suspects inside until cops arrived. He was taken to a hospital where he was treated for his puncture wounds. Didn't require stitches or surgery. Oh, because it was such a small knife. I was going to say, him. yeah, if it's hidden in a comb, it had to be pretty yeah. Yeah. You so call that luckily. a knife? This is a knife. <laughs> it's <exactly>. a needle. <laughs> Uh, it's the complete randomness of this. It's terrifying, she said. The women's defense attorney says they both have bipolar disorder. So what? <clears throat> Just because yeah. you have bipolar yeah. disorder, you can't stab That's someone. It's not really a defense. No. Well, I'm getting so over this right. whole deal about, look, what are cops supposed to do if you're mentally ill and you come at them with a knife? What are they supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, you? Good it's sad. Yeah, it's, blow darts? I'm not sure. I know. That's, it's, yeah, like sedative? Maybe that's what but we should can. start doing. Yeah, just blow darts. But then I suppose somebody will have a medical condition. Yeah, no, the reaction. Tranquilizers to, yeah. like that are actually very, very, very difficult. Dangerous, to, yeah. There's a reason anesthesiologists make so much money. Yeah. Yeah, if you yeah. just blow dart someone and have them be out, then... <laughs> Can't they come up with a temporary <laughs> blow dart situation? Temporary just, blow dart. like not a 10-minute really. blow dart. Not thing. really. Come on. We should force, invent that. Force them to take a Benadryl. That's a good idea. <laughs> Swallow this. Andy, come back in 10. Is it true that some people are on antipsychotics that tasers don't work on them? Uh, that is a myth. Oh, it's a myth? Tasers physically make yeah. your muscles contract with electricity. Well, because they... It doesn't matter what you're on, what drug you're on, how oh, crazy matter. you are. No, there's literally nothing. Well, the reason tasers often don't work... Oh, actually, Officer Dave's calling in. He'll probably say the same thing. I think how he many? was a six foot five, 270-pound guy They were stabbing with a little pen knife. How many people have you tased, Officer? <laughs> yeah, how many people have you tased there, Officer Dave? I have actually never taken my taser out of its holster wow. except to spark test it mm. ever in my career. Oh, Lucky you, you. Yeah, but you you just beat how the many, piss out of people because you're so big. How many times have you blow darted people? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to do that either. Don't you like the blow dart <laughs> idea? I do not like the blow dart idea. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> my luck, my luck, I'd put the damn dart in backwards. They <laughs> come right at you. Yeah. Exactly. Suck it in, yeah. 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 Suck it in here. Big your lungs. breath in. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> So, Officer Dave, Andy just said that, that no matter what drug you're on, tasers will still work. Well, it's 
it's a, a neuromuscular thing. So mm-hmm. basically, it sends the fifty thousand volts through your entire muscular system, mm-hmm. and it locks up every yeah. muscle you get. You can't fight it. You can be the your... strongest person in the world. Nothing. You're going down. Yep. But I've heard of people that tore the the little things out of their skin. Well, tasers do fail because either yep. both prongs don't make contact. Both oh, prongs have to go into your skin. Right. One prong exactly, won't do anything. Yep. That's, that's why they exactly fail 90% correct. of the time. Yeah, I have I had a yep. friend in high school whose brother had like a manic episode and he was tased and he was yeah, still like running around and ripped it out of his arm and right. stuff, but they it must fail have just surprisingly not. often, which yeah. is why cops can't rely on them. When they're nope. half a second away from being murdered. Well, I'm guessing too in no, the winter time yeah. when you've got exactly. a great big down coat on. Yeah, thick clothing will defeat a taser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yep. So I have they're, a question. They're trying to, they're trying to change the technology that you know. You, if you think of a fish hook, that's basically what a probe is. Yep. Right. That's straightened out. Um, they're trying to change the technology that for now the electricity comes out of that probe in a pointed fashion. But still, if you're not making good contact, mm-hmm. you're not going to lock somebody up solid. Right. So my question is, I was told, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I was told <laughs> that the suspect that was shot to death in Philadelphia a couple of days ago, that they did try to tase him and it didn't work. Often the case. Yeah. So they, they did try to tase him because everybody said, because I asked on the air this morning, uh, because I had been through that before. My father, who was mentally ill, would have an episode and get violent. And he would, when you have a mentally ill person coming after you, it is terrifying. Oh, God, yeah. And it I don't is, think most people understand that. You don't that. know what they're capable of. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So and what, it's, happened, it's happened to me enough. Sure. Um, I guess, sorry to interrupt you there, but. No. You know, it's happened to me enough that in my case, I'm strong enough that I can wrap them up and hold them. Still, but not every officer is built like me and, you know, right. spend a little time on a wrestling mat and knows how to hold somebody still mm-hmm. without destroying them. So, Okay, I've got another idea. Oh, God. Oh, she has another idea. <laughs> bulletproof blanket to swaddle people that have guns. Somebody said a net this morning. Net gun could work. Net gun? Yeah. Yeah, they How exist. How about it out? And they you can, net guns exist. Like a Batman sort of thing. <laughs> but they're big. They're very big. They are very, very big. Yeah. So my question for you, Officer Dave, is this, because, you know, not many people have come to the defense of the cops again in this Philadelphia case, and they had been to his house three times that day. Of course you don't want to see anybody killed, but here's a man who is is mentally ill. They know he's mentally ill. He's been going in and out of psychosis all day. Mm-hmm. Now he's coming at him with a knife. What did you want the cops to do? Are they supposed to stand there what? and get stabbed? Exactly. And there was, uh, I forget where it was now, but some city has, has made it, or some police chief said that uh, guns, we were always taught, a knife gets a gun. Yep, because if you're if you're yes. under that 21 feet, oh, yeah. by the time you yeah. draw your weapon, you are dead. Yeah, the two the two of drill. Yep, exactly. Yeah, if someone is 21 so, feet, seven yards away, they can close on you with a knife as fast as it takes you to draw and fire your weapon. Yep. Yep. Yikes. And really? that's that's not even taking a decent aim. Right. That's yeah. No. That's what. 
You're clear the clear the holster enough to mm-hmm. crank it up and just point it in their direction. Yeah, people don't realize how dangerous knife wielding people can be. They oh, think that God, yes. they think, oh, you're, you're seven yards yep. away. How could you possibly be in danger? But you know, people can be very fast. And and Joe Biden, now shoot him in the leg. Okay, oh, God, so we went from worst. a target that's two and a half feet wide to. <laughs> yep. Six inches wide. Are you Shoot kidding in me? The leg. Yeah. Who, how many people can get killed with stray bullets of that deal? I tell you how many people I know think shoot the knife out of their hand is oh, a valid God. tactic. I, I know. <laughs> oh, it's so like how, they've never how had, do you know so little? Right. Well, not they've even that, but it's just like dump. even in ideal situations, that it's such a small target. Even if the guy was frozen yeah. in time yeah. and holding was holding the, the gun out for you to shoot, you'd probably still miss. That's because yeah. of Hollywood action it's movies. It's true. They, yeah, they yeah. see yeah. 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 that. And people, that's the, that's the key right there is everybody believes television is real. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. They see Tom Cruise do it, so that's they're like, oh, the why can't cops do that? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. I exactly. love the fact you called but, in, Officer Dave. As always, delivering the facts. That that well, guy, you know. that guy was within twenty feet of them. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he's dead now, and I wish it weren't true. But he, uh, like I said, I've been around a, a mentally ill person. You don't know what that feels like when they're charging at you. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's well, terrifying. Know. Well, it, here's it an is, idea: it, if it, people really want to reduce police shootings, create a weapon that works better than a taser. That has the stopping power of a gun, but is non-lethal. Yep. Because if you can't do it, then there's a reason that they have to use their True. guns. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. And you come up with with like three business ideas here in the in the hour <laughs> yeah, and so a half. Get off your house and get it done, Andy. Blow come darts. On, Andy. You'd be rich. Blow darts. I still say. It's like a wrist-mounted cool net gun. There you go. There you Officer go. Alien Dave. versus predator <laughs> net gun. <laughs> Officer Dave, as always, thank you, sir. Have a good day. You guys are welcome. Love you all. Take care. Me too, Pally. <laughs> we'll be back. Lene Quigley joins us right after this with the family. Tom Bernard with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. Michael, can you tell me, what do you like most about your job? Well, I know we only have a minute, so the short version is how we build relationships with our customers, being able to drive around town and see all the businesses we've been able to help and how that translates to jobs for their employees and the impact that makes on families in our area. It's truly rewarding. I also love to see the families that started banking with us 22 years ago when their children were young. Now those kids are adults. They're banking with us too. Lastly, I'd say seeing our customers' reactions when we're able to do something unexpected for them, like deliver cash directly to them when they need it, but physically can't come to the bank. I love what I do. Did you bring some of that cash here today? Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Oh, my God, my ankles are cold. Oh, would you settle down, you big big baby. Cold in here. Big baby tweet. Oh, let's see. What's the temperature? It is seven. Here, here's my dad. Alexa, what's the temperature outside? Alexa, what's the temperature outside? <laughs> it's 37 degrees right now. Well, not in here. It's at least the maximum of 12. I'm warm. I'm freezing. I don't know what it is about where I'm sitting, but it's cold. 
It's cold as ice. Well, maybe it's because maybe of the chilling performances of Linnea Quigley. <laughs> it could be. Linnea Quigley with your, us. How are you doing, Linnea? Segways are... <laughs> I'm doing That's good. It's no, it's, no, not November. It's October. And it's going to be Halloween soon, so it's great. Mm-hmm. Well, it feels like November here because it it's been really cold, Linnea. Is it really? Oh God, it was. Well, I have a friend who works on a morning. I do a morning radio show too, and one of my friends that works on it with me Uh-oh. lives in Montana, yeah. Bozeman, Montana. It was eighteen below on Monday morning. What? <laughs> in, I what? Eighteen below. Eighteen below on Monday in in Bozeman, Montana. Oh, my God. That's really cold. Yeah, we've had standing snow on the ground for, what, a week and a half? Yeah. Yes. Yep. It's been miserable. Yeah, pretty much. Snow? Oh, yeah. Yep, already, Linnea, we got snow. It's It snowed here like three times We got already. like eight inches of snow like a week ago. Yeah. Hey, but yep. we're going to hit 50 this week, so yep. partake. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Now, oh I should God. point Get out. swimsuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> really, it will feel really good. I should point out that Linnea now lives in L.A., but, of course, was born in Davenport, Iowa. I sure was. So there you go to Heath and Dorothy Quigley. Her mother was a housewife and her father a noted chiropractor and psychologist. So you moved to Los Angeles. Oh, they call you Petite Linnea. Mm. I like that. Short you, Petite Oh, yeah, 5'2", so yeah. That's what it says here. Oh, yeah. You will work with Jack LaLanne, though. That's the part I wanted to bring up. Did you work with Jack or just at his spa? I worked at his spa, but I did get to meet him once, and that was like a thrill because my mom used to, like, have that on when I was a little kid and and follow his exercises, and I remember he had his dog, Happy, and I forget the other one's name, but they were white German shepherds, and I was like, oh, my God, the dogs are on the show. I'm so excited, you know. I understand. Ladies and gentlemen, Linnea Quigley, The Return of the Living Dead, A Nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Master. Dream Master. There, I just did a movie trailer. I want to hear about it. I want to hear all about this, uh, Linnea. About Dream Master? Yes, I want to hear all. Well, I want to hear all about your life from beginning to end. Oh, my God. Well, I am having a book written about it and hopefully then a Netflix movie. Um, But it's. Like, my life has been good. I was so shy, and I guess I decided I would be, you know, you know, have a challenge because I, I must like them because I went from being shy to being able to do films and stuff and model, and it, I'm still shy, though. That's the weird part. I don't get it. You just don't get it? You don't get a, no. a, a, a Halloween America's Scream Queen? You don't get that part? I do. No, it's hard for me, too. Um, I mean, I look at myself like I I am in, out in L.A. in the mountains, and I decided I'd have land like every kid does. Then I can rescue animals, which mm-hmm. I do. I have 14 dogs and four cats. Wow. You have 14 dogs? Yeah, it's called Moulin Rouge. I have 14 dogs. Do you, are you rescuing them? Are, are you fostering them, or did you just rescue them? I do I do both. I rescue them, and then, um, you know, it's hard to place them because you, you form such a bond with them when they're rescued. Yep. But I do also, you know, check out the people really, really, really carefully and, you know, adopt out, too. Oh, God bless you. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. 
After moving with her family to Los Angeles in the late 1970s, the short petite Linnea began working at Jack LaLanne Spa. There she was encouraged to try modeling and acting. She soon began getting small parts in commercials and B-movies such as Stone Cold Dead and Wheeler. Her breakout role was in Return of the Living Dead 1985, which has gone on to become a cult classic and established Linnea Quigley firmly as Queen of the Bees. I have to. I love that title. <laughs> I have I to read three of the titles of some of your movies. Yeah. And let me let me ask okay. you, which one was your favorite? Favorite title. Oh, favorite, favorite movie. movie. Yeah. Uh. Sorority Babes in the Slime oh. Slimeball Bolorama. <laughs> I love it. I love that one. The Night of the Demons. Or yep. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Which one was your favorite? Sorority <laughs> <laughs> Babes in the Slimeball Bolorama. <laughs> Those are some awesome titles. Those are great titles, Linnea. <laughs> I know the people that picked those out, you know, because we did uh, Story Babes under, it was called The Imp. The Imp? And The Imp. Okay. I don't know why they called it an Imp. I guess, I, I'm not sure, but it also translated better if, you know, because some countries don't have stories. So they wouldn't know what a sorority is. So oh, they thought okay. the imp would do it. Okay. And in England, it is the imp. So. Oh, so now you... Like, you we the... were all like, oh my God, it doesn't have a... It has a silly title, it won't do well. But we were wrong. I love them. I gotta be... You, you're talking to one of the, the biggest... Actually, two of us, our daughter Alex... Uh, Actually, the woman I was talking to is my wife, Catherine, and the, Andy, our son, and Alex, our daughter. This is, a, this is a family podcast. All four of us in the family are on it. And wow. two of us, Catherine and Andy, do not like horror films. But the other two of us, Alex, our daughter, and me, we love horror films. Yep. Oh, that's great. How does that happen? Maybe though? they're I am. I get they're scared. scared. <laughs> I know when they're going to jump out, and I still lose my mind. So, okay. I put a blanket over my head. Usually. I think my problem is I grew up. Oh. I didn't grow up, but when I was a teenager, horror what? movie meant just like, you know, torture porn kind of yeah, stuff. We, yeah. I don't like that. Those that, really yeah. turned me off of. That was yeah, yeah. That stuff's nasty. I didn't know. I don't like. I like that si- at all. psychological th- thrillers and like campy, campy horror stories more. Linnea, yeah. Linnea. I mean, because when you're scared, you act funny, and you really do. It's oh, like yeah. mom, you, the funny. Act totally weird. <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell you how I know what's coming. If there's a scene that yeah. scares her, and I'm not kidding, this is true. If there's okay. a scene that scares her, her right leg goes straight up in the air. <laughs> And then she starts punching me in the arm. Yeah, she hits a lot. When what? She's scared yeah. To... When she's scared, she punches she me in the arm. and hits. <laughs> she does. Oh, my God. Well, at least it's not in the face, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, exactly. Most of the time. At least she's not punching me in the face, which I really do appreciate. I don't know. I just that's love the whole funny. idea. <laughs> the whole idea with horror films. It's a total escape from the real world. It's, you know, fun to watch. I agree with Andy. I'm not big into the slasher films and all that stuff, but the jump-out scary stuff I love because, you yeah. know, right now everybody's afraid of life because of COVID and the riots and the this and the election and all the rest of it. I want to be afraid of something that makes me feel glad I'm afraid of, you know, like a horror film. I've chosen yeah. to be afraid of this. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah, because the world is such a mess now, oh. and it's like it, it just... 
take you out of that then. It does. It makes me just lose. I can sit in a horror film and, and watch the whole thing and not think about how messed up the world is right now. I'm just enjoying it. I have a great time. We spend the family spends a lot of time together too, which is a huge part for us. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the third generation, little Sage Alex's son wanted to come in and do the podcast today, but she wouldn't let him. <laughs> he was on the other day. He's two years old. He was on and he's two years old. Unbelievable. It makes a better wow. noise. He does a make little, a little noise. He's a little noisy at that age. He can be a little noisy. That's yeah. true. That is true. So, Melania, what are you going to do for Halloween this year? I, because the thing I was supposed to go to got canceled because of COVID, uh, yeah. I am going to go watch horror films with my friends and have a pizza party. Nice. Love it. Absolutely love yeah. it. Linnea Quigley, yeah, American... I mean, Halloween, America's Scream Queen, noted for, obviously, The Return of the Living Dead, also A Nightmare on Elm Street for The Dream Master. Linnea, you're a wonderful guest. I, why, why, so you didn't like the name Barbara? You decided, ah, I don't like Barbara. Could BQ? Yeah, not really. I said, I like my middle name better, so I just, at 16 or 17, I was like, yeah, I just said, I'm going to be Linnea. I'm going to be my middle name. I like it. That works for me. Linnea, thanks for your time today. Have a good day. Okay, happy Halloween, guys. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween to you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. What we, a sweetheart of a person. I, we listened to This is Halloween from... This Nightmare Before Halloween. Christmas this with our yeah. kids, and now Sage will just run around the house going, "Everybody scream! Everybody He's scream!" scream. <laughs> oh, God. And then Fawn and I are like, "Ah!" <laughs> One thing I got to point out that I probably wouldn't have done because I looked at her name and I went, "Oh, I don't want to bring this up to her," but her initials, Barbara Linnea, uh, Linnea Quigley. You really want to kid, give your kid the name Bleak? <laughs> I don't know if oh, that's a good idea. it was a prophecy. <laughs> that she She's got a bleak, bleak future. She wasn't in no, any bleak movies, believe me. She wasn't in any bleak movies? Sage's SRR. SRR? Fawn is... So I think we're in the clear. You guys are both covered because you're both ab. Ab. And now I'm ab Aber. We'll take a break. Be right back with the final segment right after this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. I must readily and fully admit, and I wish our daughter Alex was in the room, where'd she go? I don't know. Uh, something about hot chocolate. Oh, she's going to pour out her Being cold chocolate? Cold. Yeah. Where is she going to get hot water? I don't know. 
Not outside. Our daughter right She's here. got to roll with it. Okay, Andy, we got to give the nod to your mom on this one. Okay. The results of a new study on COVID-19 patients may have you seeking the sun. Researchers in Santander, Spain, examined 197 patients admitted to the hospital for coronavirus treatment between March 10th and March 31st. They found 82% of people with covid have a vitamin D deficiency. Boom! Boom! That's why I got the whole crate of vitamin D (laughs) drops. You did. Did you know that? Yes, that's why I got the vitamin D. Plus, I take vitamin D all the time in the winter because I feel like I'm... Yeah, right. I don't... No sun. Yeah, yeah, and I I take it too. It might help my my last... I I don't get depressed. I get unmotivated, which I guess is sort of maybe a form of depression. (laughs) Probably. When it's it's gray, 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 gray days, I get like, okay, I'm just going to stay in bed till spring. It's kind of how I feel. (laughs) And I can get over it and I go and I do and all that kind of stuff, but I just just don't feel like I I have any motivation when it's gray. Well, it's funny. I I think maybe D helps. Comparatively, just 47% had the same deficiency in a control group of 197 people of similar ages and sexes in the same area. Mm. Per CTV News, what's more, vitamin D deficient COVID-19 patients had a greater prevalence of hypertension and cardiovascular diseases. Well, that makes me wonder, though. What? Uh, Are they vitamin D deficient because they're old and bedridden? Well, that wouldn't be good. Well, I'm just, you well, know. yeah, if they're if, not outside yeah, getting vitamin D. if you're stuck indoors, then the vitamin D deficiency is just kind of coincidental, I would say. Because if they're just, they're old, their hearts don't work, they're not leaving the house, they're going to be vitamin D deficient, but that doesn't necessarily mean there is a correlation there. I'm looking or to see. The vitamin E guy at Fresh Time. Vitamin E? Uh, the vitamin E guy. The vitamin He Lord? said that we are all north of the Mason-Dixon line. Right. We are vitamin D deficient by September. Most of us, yes. Most of us. By September? And also, there is, there. You, I don't know, maybe they've actually figured this out, but there used to be studies going on because I think it's muscular dystrophy or MS, one of those. It's MS. MS is virtually non-existent south of the Mason-Dixon line. Really? So they think it might be a vitamin D problem. It could. So uh, you Could should be. be taking vitamin D, dear listeners. Well, and when I brought the kids in to get tested for COVID, the nurse said that there is a, they're noticing a very large correlation between people that have a really hard time with COVID and people that about. are vitamin D deficient. Yeah. Yes. No. See well. if you hadn't just disappeared into the <laughs> ether. I drank 34 ounces of water. It's oh. a lot of water. I had to go potty. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I just bought a bunch of vitamin D drops. And the drops are easier to, to absorb. absorb. Bioavailability. And, yes. and it's extremely yes. difficult to get vitamin D. Is it poisoning, technically, I guess? It's virtually impossible. You I think it actually yeah. is. You have to t- because no, it's you not have impossible. Take, it's you a fat-soluble yeah. vitamin. Yeah. You have to take, you'd have to take like 10,000 yeah, IUs per day yeah. for months. If you want to be very careful, you can just go and get your vitamin D level <clears throat> tested. You can. It's a simple blood test. And um, sometimes they'll have you load, take mm-hmm. a ton yeah. of IUs for a while, and then drop down. Yeah. Well, especially if you come from, you know, like Michael, he's like, he's half Mexican, and he's like every he would go and get his physical every winter in the middle of winter and he's like yeah i was always vitamin d deficient i'm like because you're mexican you need more sun darker people do absorb vitamin d worse that's interesting because there's there were once again 
redheads seem to be able to hold on to their vitamin D more than other people. It's probably because they're pale. So damn pale. Because I'm so damn pale. Well, <laughs> well, nice. What melanin does is it blocks sunlight from getting past the upper layers of the skin. So the less sunlight that gets through, the less vitamin D that's absorbing. So technically, albinos are probably great with vitamin D. Wow. But they also get sunburned very How many albinos have had COVID? Mm, Johnny Winter, no, he's dead, so he didn't have it. Not that many albinos running around, I don't think. Probably no, I, not. I don't think I've ever seen one. I have. Well, we were at the Rick Bourne's Fourth uh, of July party when Edgar Winter was there. Oh, that's right. Edgar Winter was there, and uh, the most famous albino I know. Was he Edgar actually Winter. albino? Oh, both of them were. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hmm. Johnny Winter. Johnny Winter is one of my favorite performers of all time. Edgar is good too. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I like Edgar too. But loved it when they came into town. Johnny Winter was fantastic. Always went and saw them. Oh, yeah, they did have true albinism. There's they a lot did. of people like they have pseudo albinism. I forget what it's called. It looks like it, but like if you still have any pigment at all anywhere, you're not an albino. One freckle. Yeah. No. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. You, albinos can't produce. Uh, the uh, stuff that required that's required to uh, like color hair and color skin and stuff. Have you been using your D, dear? Yes, as a matter so of I fact. I can tell Take that's all big fat the, line. It's yeah. right next to my uh, my stuff in that the morning. Doesn't mean doesn't that you're mean actually using it. I am taking. All right, all <laughs> you leave me to hell alone. <laughs> I, Back I, off. The, I the forget nurse, to take my vitamins all the time. So the hey. nurse said that adults should be taking 5,000 IUs a day all year long, even in the summer. Oh, that seems excessive. And that kids should be taking about 1,000. Hmm. There you go. That's what she She's got said. an email. We're helping people all the time. All the day. From time. Michelle Mann. You know who Michelle Mann is? She's man the, theaters? Yes, exactly. Third or fourth generation man. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of generational businesses. What? We just had a guest on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. I was wondering if I could talk with Tom on the air about the private rental Man Theaters is doing for $99 Ooh. and up and have Tom and his family come to a Man Theater on us to show and talk um, about the experience and safety guidelines. Yes. Yes. I would love to okay, do that. Okay, well, I'll reach out so to I Michelle. The kid means a screen. A screener? You get the whole theater. Fun's, the whole theater? Yeah, you get Fun's the whole been theater. Asking, $99? Wow. Yep. Fawn's been asking to go back to a movie. All right, sure I will has. call Michelle Mann and make sure to set it up. Because we drove. We, we, well, I don't know what the selection of movies would be. I'm sure there's a child movie that would be available. What do you just like bounce oh, yeah, from screen definitely. to screen watching little bits of each movie? or No, 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 you, no. Just you get, get your one own theater. Yeah, you get your own theater. You get one. Also, by theater, uh, see. You know what a movie theater is. <laughs> well, I, a theater contains multiple screens. Shot. Oh, there, yeah, I'm yeah, sure it's just one yeah. screen. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, you don't get the entire no, no, Cineplex. No, no, by the theater, I mean the, not the Cineplex, the, the one the theater. The Cineplex would the be 150. One. Yeah, it would be yeah. 150 to the whole If you day. ever want to watch 10% yeah. of 10 movies. Yes, yeah, exactly. that would not work No, it's very one well. movie theater. Okay, yeah. that makes a lot more sense. So, yes, I, I just, when I read that, thank you to Candace for sending that to me, by yeah, the way. that would be fun. I've always liked Michelle, man. She's a wonderful person. We could probably go to the one out in Plymouth. Ooh, with the dream That's a really dream nice loungers. one. With the dream like lounger recliners, baby. That one's really nice. It is really nice. Yeah, we'll get that done. I'll uh, I'll set that up and we'll we'll go forward with it. Because, yeah. like I said, I've always supported man theaters. The man theater downtown, Ted Man. Remember, they bought the, the Grauman Chinese Theater. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know if they still own it, but would you see if they still own that, Andy? Grauman's Chinese theater. G-R-A-U-M-A-N. 
Grauman's Chinese Theater in yep. Los Angeles. We drove by the theater where Fawn saw Frozen 2 yeah. a year ago. Yeah. And she was like, that's where I saw Frozen. Can we go there again? <laughs> I was like, um, I was like, we could go to her first a, movie. It was her first and only movie she's ever been Remember she to. kept running up and down the hall? It was hilarious. Yeah, and she like singing and emoting. Yes. What do you got, Andy? Uh, let's see. Grauman's Chinese Theater is owned by who Apparently now? it changes hands quite a bit. It does, actually, yeah. In it 2013, is. a Chinese electronics manufacturer purchased naming rights for it. Okay. Uh, and then in 2013, they partnered with IMAX to make it into an IMAX theater. Okay. Uh, let's see. They must have bought that from the, probably from the man's then. The owner is just <coughs> Chinese Theaters LLC. Yeah, so the man owned it before then. Yeah, it hasn't been man's <coughs> Chinese Theater since 2001. Oh. There you go. There you go. Uh, it was. I remember it being man's Chinese Theater because that's what it was when I was a kid. Indeed. What about a woman's Chinese Theater? Oh, yeah. Michelle Woman. Uh, She'll change your name instead of Michelle Man to Michelle Woman. Rude. We would have a great time, but I think the kids would love that. I mean, basically, it would be the eight of us in one theater by ourselves. Great. Mom's not listening again down there. again. What are we talking about? What do you think you do, driving down the highway with everybody? Your mother and I, last night, were driving down 169. Every car we went by, the person was on the phone. Yep. Every one of them. Oh, I just tweeted this morning about the... uh, Accidents in yeah. Minnesota are like just crazy high, and it, for the year, and it's like nobody has been on the road this year. It's because people got used yep. to driving a hundred because no cops were pulling them over. Yep, that's exactly. I right. I still see people blast by at a hundred miles per hour. That's what causes accidents. Yep, it's that true. behavior right there. All right, we have to go home and watch some horror movies so Catherine can kick her right leg up in the air and punch me in the arm. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Nightmare on Elm Street 4 with Linnea Quigley. With Linnea Quigley. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.